ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking Your Racing. Welcome to episode 76, Chaos and Carnage at Dega. Hey, it kind of coincides 76 podcast episodes, and Dale Earnhardt had 76 wins, and he had his last, last victory, victory I, in that very car that yeah. paced the race this weekend. Yeah, and you know what? That was not planned. I just, because I don't usually say the titles of Are the, you surprised I knew that he had 76 wins? No, not at all, because you're our local historian that remembers everything <laughs> well, most of the time. I try. Yeah. Even though it's meaningless and does me no good in <laughs> real life. Well, at least you're good at something, Lugs. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Take what's, a bow what's or up, something. What's up, man? Hey, what's happening? So, what an exciting Did you get rid week. of your uh, cold? For the most part, I need. I took some use the next day, so I'm actually better today. Uh, but it's been, it's been, you know, this the temperature's changing. It's causing all that drainage and garbage. Yeah. I mean, actually, I was a little bit of a sore throat this morning. Did you take anything? No. Mm-mm. You know what they say helps that, right? Beer. Get me a seltzer this week. <laughs> it's not really a beer, but yeah. It's a seltzer beer. Natural Lights Aloha Beaches. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Yeah, so I'm drinking this today in honor of the 37 car that will now be ran by... Your new favorite driver, Ricky Stenhouse. Ricky Stenhouse switching to the 37. Yeah, Uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit. I am going to drink Body Armor in support of our race winner this week. What? Ryan Blaney. Blaney didn't win that race, did he? Blaney... Uh, I'm not drinking beer because guess what? I'm partaking in Sober October. Are you really or are you just saying that? No, I really am. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm going sober because... I don't believe... I I do not believe it. <laughs> Why? So you're telling me you have not had a drink at all in October. Well, here's the thing. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. It, <laughs> was, it's, it's a pact that a, a bunch of us made after one of our buddies had a wedding a couple weekends ago. Okay. Um, And so... From that day forward. So, no, I have had a drink in October, but uh, moving forward for the rest of October, I'm not. And actually, I'm going to try to make it to November 9th when I go on vacation. We'll see. So, I'm not going to ask you which friend. I can ask you off the air. But you need to succumb to peer pressure and have a fucking beer with me. Why? I don't know, because that's what peer pressure is. No. Yeah. You need to drink beer. You can't go sober. What the hell? How do you live with the world being sober? Very carefully. Has your eyes been opened to all the wonderful things around you? You act like I'm a raging alcoholic. (laughs) I didn't drink that much before, just socially on weekends. So this is not really that different. Yeah, so it's not like you're like a hard liquor drinker or anything like that. So no. So, but anywho, um, yeah, man, let's let's talk about Dega. Dega. Well, first, I guess we got to thank the fans. Yeah, of course. I mean, it goes without saying, but all the fans, you're awesome. Reach out to us when I got burp. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Sorry about that. We got a little fan interaction this weekend. We did not get uh, five people to send us their favorite (laughs) energy drinks. And what was the other thing you asked them 
I don't remember. It was energy drinks and something else. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but know. we only had one person, two people send us stuff about energy drinks. Yeah. yeah. So we but have the, a uh, one, fa- two fans that neither one of them had an energy drink before. Yeah. Yeah. That's and when they gave us their take and kind of yeah. what the repercussions were. <laughs> I guess they were. <laughs> So uh, talking quick or something like that, but yep, yep. And uh, one uh, that did reach out to us, Joseph Adams. Um, he had he sent a picture of a monster that night that he drank that night. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really hear back how he was wired afterwards. So Joseph, I know you're gonna listen to this probably tonight because you're one of our most loyal listeners. At least you pretend to be. <laughs> uh, so let us know. I mean, how was that monster? And have you tried the rehab yet? Because I what? think Lugs was stoned out there. You should try the rehab. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place tonight. But Anyway, talk to us. Racing at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. If you follow us on Snapchat, do not send me nudes. <laughs> Unless you're really hot. Is that code ahead, for but... send me nudes? No, 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 no. So Snapchat's an interesting world. I don't know much about the social media stuff. I'm old, right? So interesting thing on Snapchat this past couple weeks is that I'm constantly having people follow us. I don't know if they listen to the show or not, so I accept everybody. And then I keep getting these like people messaging. I say me, I mean us, but I'm the one that kind of monitors it. Uh, messages us and says, hey, I'm an escort. Here's some new pics of me. If you want to bang, here's you know, this is how to get a hold of me. <laughs> what? Well, when did this become a thing? It's weird. It, this Snapchat is one of the weirdest social media platforms ever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recommend it for anybody. I hate it. But I'm on there because there's a couple fans on there that communicate to us. I only have it for... A very small circle of friends and pictures I don't of your even, dog. I don't, yeah, basically. I come over to your house before you get here. And there's pictures of your dog pooping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one method that's utilized for. Uh, how's Flick Chat going? Uh, slow. So I talk more with other NASCAR podcast people than I do with fans. Cool. But they, at Not least they're an active community. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it has yet to catch on. So. Yeah, so Flick Chat's Wrecking Racing NASCAR. So download the app, Flick Chat. And then type in the special code Wrecking Racing NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, let's uh, talk let's to jump. Us. Let's talk to us. Say hi. We like talking to people. Let's jump in. Let's talk to NASCAR, man. Dega. NASCAR. Dega. Classic Dega is back. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. It was. I was really amped up for it Sunday, and then they basically gave us a little taste, and then Mother Nature yeah, screwed it all up. I, I'm sure my boss isn't going to listen to this episode. Which I don't know if I should be sure because he's listened to random episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Monday I may have worked, quote unquote, I wink, I wink, and uh, watched it on my phone. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Would you just like through the NBC Sports app? No, my mom has Hulu Live. And I can't access it at my house, but on a mobile device like a cell phone, it allows you to. So I was able to watch it on my cell phone. Oh, really? On my mom's Hulu Live account. Hmm. So thank you, Mom, if you're listening. I appreciate it. I doubt she, she's You have listening. no idea that I did that, but hey. I doubt she's listening also. Yeah, she never does. <laughs> my mom hates me. Um, <laughs> still right. <laughs> um, so let's talk about it, man. Uh, what's your thoughts on so Talladega? So I was surprised Blaney won it. Obviously, you were not because you chose him. 
Yeah, I mean, I was now, very let's, happy. Let's be honest. Shot in the dark, wasn't it? I mean, absolutely. Okay. I mean, absolutely. It is. It's Tega. It absolutely. Is. I've absolutely lucked out there. There's no way around that. Anybody would have lucked out. I mean, you could go with the the easy picks of what you say. I say easy picks, but like Kazowski hasn't won there in a few years, but normally it He's runs really well. Strong, yeah. yeah. But I mean, nobody's guaranteed anymore. It's yeah. not like when Gordon or Junior or Senior yeah. were the destined favorites every week. It's true. Just, it's. So I'm gonna take competitive. A, I'm gonna take a different approach. Let's go ahead and talk about trucks real quick. And there's a reason for this. So the truck race. So let's switch from the cup to trucks. So we're getting you know another round of the playoffs in the trucks, and the race was won by Johnny Sauter. <clears throat> but was it? Yeah. No. So what happened? And maybe you can paint the picture. I didn't get a chance to watch the race. I seen the highlights afterwards, but you watched it, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, Sauter forced what Riley Herbst down. Yeah, so basically they said in the driver's meeting, like, if you force a driver below the yellow flag, you will be the one that's penalized for it. And it was kind of a borderline judgment call if you saw the replay. And ultimately they penalized Sauter, put him last car, I think, on the lead lap, or last truck on the least lap, and gave it to the second place finisher, was, which was Spencer Boyd. Spencer Boyd. So um, congratulations to Spencer on getting his first win. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it sucks it came that way, but yeah, he exactly. raced his way up there. I mean, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he was in place. It's not his fault Johnny did what he did. Right. Now, wh- your thoughts on the yellow line. Did did he force him down? The highlights I've seen, I would say, yeah. More so than in the cup race, yes. Yeah, and that's the reason why I want to talk about the trucks first was to set the tone for the cup race. Yeah, more so, in the cu- more so than what happened in the cup race. I think so, yeah. I think that it was warranted, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's really no other news to take away from it other than Ross Chastain wrecked while leading. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, he's now last out of the playoff drivers. He pretty much just kind of came down and on the uh, rolled, spun the truck around off the nose of somebody that was in the middle line. I don't know if he just didn't know it or anticipated it too late, but he ruined his day there. Yeah, remember, they're going 200 mile per hour. Quick judgment calls. And things happen. The same thing happened Sunday with Bowman and Logano, right? I yep. mean, it's just going to be yep. the product of that type of racing, unfortunately. So the trucks, so we have like Crafton's in, or Crafton's out, isn't he? Uh, you have Brett Moffitt in. I can't remember who else. <laughs> I know Alice Tyler Ankrum, or Austin Hill's in. Stuart Friesen. Stuart Friesen. I miss one more. So Moffitt, Friesen, Austin Hill. Yeah, it had to look it up. But out of it, whoever the fourth one is, I can't remember off the top of my head, and I apologize. Enfinger's still in it, I think. Or is he eliminated? No, he's out of it. He is out of it. He is out of it. Yep, yeah, he is out. So maybe it is Crafton. I promise, fans, we are NASCAR fans. Yeah, I think it might be Crafton, actually, because it was Sauter and Enfinger that got kicked out, and Crafton was still in it. Uh, but anyway, Tyler Ankrum and uh, Ross are the two sitting out to not make it to the championship four mm-hmm. in the truck race. So anyway, let's switch over to Cup now. So I'm just using that trucks to kind of outline about the double line issue because that comes into play uh, in, in the Cup race. Mm-hmm. So the Cup race, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot of action on Sunday, you know, that part before we got to the rainout section. I mean, it was passing and stuff like that, but it wasn't really any wrecks or anything. I mean, was there even a wreck? No, no. I didn't think so. I mean, it's pretty calm. Just Blaney spinning coming to pit road, does it? Right, right. He was leading, actually. Yeah. Coming to pit road, and he was just too hot. He mm-hmm. was sped. And 
Yeah, wheel hopped it, and then he tried all he could to yeah. save it up. He was wobbling left, wobbling right, and just couldn't catch it. But uh, no, no, it was all clean on Sunday, and then Monday is when the carnage happened, which, you know, is it a product of Talladega, or is it more of a product of Chase, the Chase setup, you know, the playoffs? Yeah, I, I think it's just Talladega. So you have 40 of the most talented drivers in the world who are hungry for oh, a win. No, no, 39. Stenhouse was racing. <laughs> but in cold <laughs> cold uh so yeah so anyway you have 39 of the world's best racers and this is a track where you can be the crappiest team out there and still have a chance yeah so yeah. this is the, Look, i mean brendan gone man he was oh yeah i mean in contention and he's actually in contention almost anytime he races on a cup mm-hmm. on a uh, plate track yeah even if it's not plate track anymore it's still considered a plate track mm-hmm. so Bottom line is this: This is the race that a lot of people put emphasis on because the little guy has a chance to win. Yeah, absolutely. So you have literally have thirty nine of the world's best drivers pushing each other to try to get this win. So it's it's a product of the of Dega and the track and the atmosphere. But you add a chase on top of it, it just makes it a little bit more crazy. It elevates it absolutely, absolutely. So before we get into the actual product, let's talk about the pushing and the nose of the Camaros. Yeah, did that, they that, not think about that when they designed that damn car? So that was exactly that was a big topic this weekend. They actually talked about last time we we're at Talladega too. It seemed like it was more it's, of a deal issue this. This yeah, I agree. So you would think they would consider that. I mean, right? yeah, you think freaking engineers, and it came right? into play like well, fucking engineers. I, mean, I know. It, right? I mean, it is Detroit, but so it it really came to play in this race. It really did. It had a huge impact mm-hmm. in this race. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we've seen Fords being the pushers. They were like the best pusher to have with the Ford with had that flat front. You did not want a Chevy behind you. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it. It is like an arrow. So, aesthetically, it looks good. Aerodynamically, it is probably good. But when, but you're, when you're pushing pushed, people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool if you're being pushed, but if you're the one that's needing to push somebody, then no, that's not going to work. So, the Gen 7 car, then excuse me, next Gen car, is it going to be different? Are they going to modify? I think it has to be. Are they going to switch from the Camaro body to a different Chevy body? Because technically, they have to have the nose of the manufacturer for brain identity. I mean, I feel like they can. I don't know, not 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 round it off, you know, but modify it to where it's not so damn aggressive, right? But still have a little some of the brand identity, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some way, and they haven't got the modify where the bumper lines up with the ass of the other car. Sure. I mean, something can be restructured there, I would think, and still and retain I, the brand. And so, what I think what's coincidentally is happening right now is that. I believe this race happened right in the middle of Chevrolet designing its next gen body. So whatever they plans they had already, they either double checked them or they scrapped what they had to keep. This I from hope happening so. Again. I hope that's the case. Yeah, I, I think so. I think they had to. They cannot afford because for the ones who did not, you know, pay, pay attention to the race or didn't see it, basically in the rain delay, all the Chevy drivers were called to. Yeah. A conference room essentially, and it was discussed with them how they had to work to work with each other to get a Chevy in the in the victory lane. The problem with that is all the Chevys are working together, and then one of them gets in a wreck, they all get in a wreck. Yeah, and, and that's, that's exactly what, what happened. happened. Yeah. So 
prior to that, you had basically three Chevys across the front row leading the stage win. Mm -hmm. And apparently Chevy wasn't happy about that. They wanted, I quote, like everybody in a line, correct? Right. Isn't that what you heard? Yes. Uh, And look where that got him, right? One car, Bowman, took out basically all of them. Yeah. So I don't get that. Just don't don't try to interfere with the race. Like, just let it happen. Like, if they you can get, make it happen, they'll make it happen. Yeah, they, you got to respect these are the best drivers. Yeah. If they can help out a fellow manufacturer, they will do it. I'm sure they will do it. But, like, don't issue team orders like that. No. You're getting to become 2F1 in that yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And there was some discussion from, I think, Corey LaJoy. Yeah, Although, that's exactly what I was going to bring yeah, up. Yeah, which I don't know how much I can believe it because he's a Ford driver. Yeah, but, but I would sure, think he still has some insight exactly. on it. Exactly. I'm sure there's inside sources. And so what do you have? Yeah, tell just basically said that drivers can have potential repercussions, such as the loss of a company vehicle or simulation time if they push another manufacturer to the win. I mean, so you want to punish ridiculous. your driver... Even, let's say, they're in third, and they jump in the second push a guy to get a second-place finish. Mm-hmm, right. I mean, that's why I'm reading it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't dumb. matter the, the situation of how you got there, but if you push a four or a twelve over the finish line, you're SOL. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't get it. Apparently, and it all boils down, something I read was that they're, they're still upset about Daytona, the Daytona 500, that a Chevrolet pushed Hamlin to the win. Is what I saw. Like, get over it. Like, yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're not gonna win all the races. No. In fact, this year and last year, you've sucked. The car you put on the track has sucked. So yeah. fix it. Yeah, it's your it's fault. Not just because, as much as it's not because it's not because you got your all your drivers aren't lining up. Okay. Yeah. It's the product you put on the track yeah. is inferior to what else is out there right now. So yeah. fix it. Amen, brother. Preach it. Preach it. Cheers. I I agree. It, Cheers. It's, and it's, I like Chevy, right? Yeah, but get sure. your head out of your ass. That's sure. not your problem. And just to let you know, we're not biased. I, I, you know, Lugs grew up a Jeff Gordon fan, Chevy guy, but you I, drive a you drive a Toyota. I drive a Camry. Yeah. yeah. So I, let's just put it out there. So before somebody calls us fanboys or something. Well, that's on our Instagram. If anybody's. <laughs> oh yeah, because we we took a picture the Toyota with the Chase Elliott sun uh, yeah. windscreen whatever the hell it's called sunscreen whatever yeah sun blocker whatever but yeah. Um, so, anyways, man, that's uh, I kind of got on my soapbox there, but just let it let it play out. Like they're gonna trust help the each drivers other. you hire, yeah, to do the best they can. Um, they're not Kyle Busch; he's just gonna quit at the you know, okay. towards the end of the race. Yeah, getting into just the overall race product itself. I know you were a big fan of it. There's a lot of passing, right? You enjoyed yeah, the race. Yeah, to me, it didn't matter. You know, how many times we see it where it's just the in, inside or here recently and been just the outside lanes at work? And, or a lane breaks away or a pack breaks away. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so you watched the race. Uh, you're a little more delayed because you weren't able – you had to work yeah, on Monday. Yeah. So you watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. How many times did you see a single file lane break away? Not often at all. Like if, once. If, if like once. Yeah. yeah, and it was like for two minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. I loved it because there's always two to three lanes – it didn't matter if you're high or low, you could get a run and take the lead. Yep. I, yep. I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. I think it would have been better for me if I could see it live, but I, by the time I watched it yesterday, I'd already seen so many clips and stuff. Like, it was just like, 
I don't know, just to review. Yeah, it's, it's like when you, you know see I mean? a trailer, all the good stuff. It just stuff wasn't shown the same. It. Yeah, it wasn't the same. So, like, people have always asked me, like, well, why don't you just tape the race and watch it later? I'm like, it is not the same. Like, I am like a quarter of the way in, engaged to what I would be was when I watch it live. So like, let I me can't. paint a picture for you. All right. So at my work, we have this like a cafeteria area. And a lot of people work up there because it's, you know, you can actually see outside. There's windows like floor to ceiling windows all around. Mm-hmm. Very, I don't want to say futuristic looking, but it's very open concept. Well, on the one side of it, there is like six booths and I had a, one of the booths. And the rest of it's like, you know, tables and chairs or whatever. And I'm sitting there, you know, working, watching the race. And I had a, two guys sitting with me, one next to me and one across from me. And one had a cough in his hand. When that Brandon gone wreck happened, I just about knocked a coffee all over this guy. I was like, oh, my God, did you see this? Did they know like, you were watching this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they kept asking me you know, what was going on. They're not NASCAR fans, but they're curious. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, showing them. I'm like, look at this, look at this. I actually had a crowd of people like around like watching the replay and stuff <laughs> of this race. So from someone watching it live, it was intense. I was like really into it. It was like watching a very dramatic movie. Yeah, and that's my point. Like, if you ask me if this was a good race, I'm gonna say it's, it was okay. But I, it, uh, all that's attributed to me because I didn't get to see it live. Like I, yeah. So I mean, Brandon gone flipping. You probably knew about that before yeah, you watched it. Exactly. So it didn't have the quite the same impact. Yeah, you're just waiting like, for it to happen. Whereas when you're watching it live, you have no idea if it's gonna happen or not. No, or, you're like, oh shit, he stuck the landing. Oh, if Chris Busher wasn't there, he may have kept going. <laughs> that was the best part. But no, Busher ran into him. So was it a good race according to Jeff Gluck's poll? I w- yeah, I would say it has to be. Yeah, eighty-eight percent said yes. That actually disappoints me. You thought it would be 80, more? I thought it would be more. I, I thought it would be in they, the 90s. I think he said it would. It was the third best of this year that's been pulled. Wow. Do you think it was number one? I figure it would have to be like at least pushing number one. Really? What I'm what one, race would have would have beat it? I don't Rubble know. Rubble maybe? Mm. But that wasn't as high as the year before. That's true. It was on like, what, 86% or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so I would think that... Was your I mean was your eleven people eleven percent people who hate Forge or hate Blaney? Uh, seems like a strong number, but uh, potentially I guess. Um, let's see here. So he did state that um, it ties for the second best super speedway race out of the seventeen that he's polled. Uh, the biggest was actually the spring race. The spring race came in at ninety percent. The spring Talladega race. Yeah. Really, I don't. Here's the thing: I don't really. That's probably my phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. My phone's in the background charging, and it just went nuts. <laughs> Must have just got internet signal. Uh, so the spring Talladega race, I don't re- remember like who won the race. I, I honestly cannot. Refer- Chase. It was Chase. Okay. I cannot freaking remember anything. So yeah. maybe that's why I scored as high as I would it did. say. I had a big piece to do with it. Um, but uh, update here. <laughs> just looking at Gluck's tweets. This race actually tied for second now. 88% compared to the Talladega 2017 spring race also had 88%. So, but of these the races this year, let me do some digging here and I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Uh other, you know, takeaways, I mean, so we talked about the Chevys having the pointed nose. So, let's talk about the the there's basically three big ones. The first was Bowman. 
who was actually spun by a Ford. Why? Because he was stupid and ran right up in front His of him. words, not yours. Well, yeah, but I mean, in my words too. I mean, was, the guy was coming, you know, however much faster than what he was. He, he just made a bad decision. I wouldn't necessarily say stupid because it's kind of hard to tell in your mirror how fast guys coming on, but he should have this sense to know. He couldn't see, be, man. Big ass spoilers. I guess that's yeah. Okay, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. Maybe he needs glasses like Logano. I don't Did know. you hear Junior reference that during the the telecast? No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh yeah, he said it on TV. I think it was actually Sunday when he first oh, said it. Oh, big ass. So that's what. Okay, I missed that. Yeah. Because I seen a lot of people talking about something he said on the air, and he just like, ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he referenced. He's like, look at these big ass spoilers, and then I think he realized, like, I just said that on, on national, national TV. TV yeah. It's remember like, him getting fined like docked points in like two thousand and. Four yeah, or something. Yeah, he said shit then. Who, yeah, who cares? Shit, really? I mean, t- and yeah, I mean, I'd say more. it's more of a PC world now than it was then, but regardless, yeah, yeah. big-ass big spoilers. Like, no, I, I don't think anybody was hating on him for it. Like, they were actually, like, laughing because it yeah. was just out of nowhere. I don't, you know, it's Junior's out of he his gets ampage. Into it. Yeah. He gets into it, man. He's a, he's a fan. He gets into it. Uh looking for this update in a like compare it to the top you know what are the top pole races and he doesn't really have so the other two i'll get into the other two wrecks the other two wrecks one was i i'm sure you've seen it too where you're on board with logano and all of a sudden yeah. he just, it looks like he blew blew a tire and got spun around come find out that byron got spun by kurt bush mm. and it caused a big you know wreck and stuff and then Kurt Bush causes a second wreck with his brother. Kurt's pushing Kyle and, and spins him. And the commonality is you know, Kurt's a Chevy with a pointed nose. He's doing everything he can to push his cars, but he's spinning them. Because what happens, if you're pushing straight down the middle, I think you're okay. But as soon as you move left or right, which you're on a bumpy track 200 miles per hour, you're going to bounce around left or right, is when you knock him and spin him. Still trying to find it? Nothing? I found it, actually, and I'm just like kind of sitting here in awe as to if this is really accurate. Take a guess. Take a guess at what the best one's been this year? Yeah. Man, I can't even remember. Give you a hint. We were there. We were there? Bristol? Yeah. 94% said yes. That has to be because of Matt, Matt D. I mean... There it was, was a good, good passing, race, but it just to me, I felt like Taldega was bigger. There wasn't and a lot of crashes or anything like that. Not that that has to be, in, you know, part of it. But sure, I wouldn't put that race at ninety four percent. No. Huh. And then the other ninety percent was a green white checkered finish. Kansas, <laughs> they're saying. So when Keselowski won Kansas. Um, let me see here. This is like a freaking hard to read, like Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, Lugs had the problem reading. That's that's the problem. Is that from Jeff Gluck itself? Like, yeah, his website or something, yeah. or Twitter or something. Mm-mm-mm. So at this moment, I'll continue talking, filling gaps while you are looking at that further. So at this moment. You know, it was a little exciting there at the end. Brandon gone flipped. So, oh, I, let me back up a little bit. I'm getting ahead of myself. The actual finish itself. You have Blaney leading. 
Newman gets a hell of a run on the outside, takes a huge lead, and then Blaney passes him by, like, what, foot? Yeah. Maybe eight inches? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To take the win? I did not expect Blaney to win that race at all. And Newman, I, it was, was kind of cool seeing Newman battle for it. But. Yeah. And, like, Hamlin, like, where the hell did he come yeah, from? Yeah, just like the Daytona. Mm-hmm. Had a, screw, a screwed-up car. He was there. I uh, thought Chase might have something because he was hurt in that one wreck. He jumped out but, too early. But, yeah, he jumped out, lost momentum. So, yeah, it was Kansas and Talladega were the other two that were higher, pulled higher. Kansas Spring, that Kozlowski won, and the right. Chase Dega win. So, man, I would I say this race was better than that, but, you know, who am I? Yeah, I, just, I agree, uh, but my memory sucks, so I'll just go with that. That I must not remember those important things. So one thing I did see at this race, and maybe it's because of the rain delay, where a lot of the showing the fans interacting, <laughs> the parties, the the typical Talladega, what you see when you go to Talladega and you talk about being a party atmosphere, they don't show it on TV. Oh, well, the things well, that I saw, they can't. It, exactly. So that's, thank goodness for social media showing what Talladega is like. So Lux has found some great videos of uh, very interesting um, camp ground activities yeah yeah and we're actually considering maybe going down to talladega yeah so i think i think yeah i think in the spring i think we are going to talladega i think we're going to actually hit the campgrounds too i think we're going to actually camp and we're going to be fans and not not media yeah yeah so that's going to be (laughs) interesting because i've always heard the stories man i kind of want to just experience it so yeah and maybe we can get a couple people come visit us in the campground or something Just to throw this out there, there was more lead changes Sunday slash Monday. Total of 46. That's up from 38 in the spring race. Wow. And uh, there were 22,214 green flag passes. Basically 59 passes for position each lap. Dang. Um, And that's in both races. That's up from 13,000 last year. Think yeah, about that's that. That's huge. 13,000 13 twi- wow. passes in the Talladega races last year versus 22,000 this that year. That is crazy. Almost 100% increase, basically. And one thing I want to say is that, you know, it was a rain delay on Monday. The fans, like, there's still a good showing of fans there. Yeah. I was, I was super impressed with the fan coverage this weekend at Talladega. So... One of the things that Lug sent me was um, some guys, like what, like they said, like F Kyle Bush, right? Oh, you sent me that one. It was spelled out a letter on each of the guys. Okay. Chest, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, what else was there? Was the. <laughs> well, I can play it here if you want me to. Sure. I don't know if it's you know sure. yeah, we're, any children listening here. Yeah, very, but. yeah, earmuffs, children, earmuffs. All right, let me get you caught me off guard here. So I want to see some buttholes. Show me your buttholes! Show your buttholes! Why does anybody want to see that? I, I don't know. I don't know. So this this is a whole like section of the like grandstands here chanting about buttholes. I love you. Sorry, I texted you back. You're all about the butthole life. This is a woman. I think we're all about the butthole life. I think we should be as a community. Yeah, <laughs> 
Thank no, God for social media to give us some gems like this, way. right? I'm going to say all those people from Alabama. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they know. probably live right up the street. <laughs> That's not very nice, Lug. <laughs> I mean, just just an assumption. I mean, are Alabama people really into buttholes? I don't. <laughs> I, don't I mean, <laughs> I don't really know anybody that is. But <laughs> obviously, there's a whole grandstand section that is. Yeah, I mean, maybe they need to have a butthole grand. Maybe they have one. I've never been. You know, I don't uh, know, dude. All right, so let's get serious. So, what does this win mean for Blaney? Uh, other oh, than other than boost, I mean, obviously, it guarantees him next round. Right. So he's all obviously only, only one person that sent us a. Uh, that sent us a bracket, had him in the fucker. Sorry, I just got nipped by Lug's dog trying to grab a toy out. Well, my you're hand. playing with him while we're recording so, a podcast. Put the damn rope down. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, only one person. Go. go. All right, well, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So go lay one, down. Go lay down. Only one person had a bracket that they sent us that had Blaney moving on to eighth round eighth round round of eight yeah and actually they, that person didn't send it to us that person actually sits across the table from me yeah yeah <laughs> actually dude if if none of the standings change i will be seven for eight for the round of eight <coughs> with the one negative was what kurt bush yeah i had the one advancing yeah so i think i had him and uh larson flip-flopped basically i thought Bush would advance and, and Larson wouldn't, and it's yeah. the other way around. Right. So, right now, you're doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, you sucked for the rest of the season, like picking people. I you know, did, right? You're pretty good for hey, that. Hey, I made some points this weekend, though. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, obviously you did. Obviously you did. I'll just say this I didn't drop down any, like <laughs> some people. So, hold on, hold on. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, you're going to find out. Oh, oh man, hold on, hold on. Who? Okay, ah, uh, now you got me ticked. Off. I forgot. I was only seven. I was only like seven points ahead of Jeff Stainhook. Uh, I guess I am no longer ahead of Jeff Stainhook. My guess. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. You so know, what, at one time this season, I was leading. Right. You had a pretty good points cushion too for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How the mighty have fallen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Son of a. Thanks for running the rest of the show, Lugs. <laughs> So coming out of Talladega, you know, one interesting factoid is that all the Penske drivers that were in the chase, which is pretty much all of them, other than the unofficial Wood Brothers car, was is still in the chase. Correct. And uh, potentially advancing to the next round. All the Hendrick drivers that made the chase are now on the outside. Are, yep. <coughs> so I am actually surprised by that because Chase is actually last of all the drivers. Or unless Bowman fell back. No, Byron's actually last. Byron, Byron, I'm sorry. Yeah, so let's run through the standings here. Uh, Larson is your number one seed because he won Dover, and then Blaney. Then it goes to Hamlin, plus 56. Truex, plus 48. Kyle Busch, plus 41. Harvick, plus 36. So those guys are basically a race up. Yeah. Uh, Kozlowski's plus 20. Logano's plus 18. Then you get to Bowman. In ninth, he's 18 back. Chase Elliott, 22 back. Boyer, 24 back. And Byron, 27 back. So literally nine points from ninth to 12th. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think you've got to win race the yeah. race to, to get out of this hole. I so mean, I, I if agree. you went out and, and you won two stages, that'll erase your deficit. But it's still not going to guarantee you. 
So I, I agree. So at this point, I don't see any changes in the points of who's in, who's out, other than unless someone wins it. I mean, I still feel like there's going to be some pressure on Kozlowski and Logano because if they don't score stage points in the first two stages and say, you know, Bowman or Chase does, I mean, that, that'll erase that points gap right there, right? All right, so call it, Lugs. Who's in, who's out? Well, Just focus on Kozlowski, Logano, and then the bottom four. Honestly, I thought that – I th- when I was thinking about it earlier – I was going to make the call that somebody's going to get in, somebody's going to get out. There'll be some drama. I think when somebody that's in currently will fall out, somebody that's out will get in. I'm not going to say who because I don't know. I'm going to, oh, fuck it, I'll just say Chase. Okay. I'll just say Chase because he's the defending winner. He's had speed, you know, but also Bowman, I think, has got a pretty damn good shot. So what's funny is that, okay, I'm going to go ahead and throw my picks out there before you steal them. Actually, those were going to be my picks. And I, and I changed because I saw you had them. Okay. I think I picked first last week. So. Okay, so my picks for Kansas, and I'm going with the two guys that are going to do everything they can. That was my through. motto last week with Logano and Blaney, <laughs> and that worked for me. That's why I was doing it again this week. So the hunger of these two drivers, which is Chase and Bowman, making it in, and both have shown to be good at Kansas. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that Maybe they finish one two and somehow they both make it. I don't see that though. I just see one well, of the two making. Here's the thing: if they're quick and you can guarantee MT Hendrick's going to put all the resources into the three cars, right? Yes. But those cars, Byron, Bowman, Elliott, <laughs> they're going to have to go out and finish one, two, three in every stage in order to get the opportunity to advance, and that's still not going to guarantee them. Yeah. Unless you win that final third stage, right? Because you won the sure, race. But sure. it's going to be a tall order to get, obviously, all three out. But even to get just one, I think. Yeah. I, I'm i going to go on a limb and say I think Logano falls out, Chase comes in. And, and the reason why is I think Chase is going to win this race. Okay. And that's the only reason. I mean, if he does win the race, then obviously I'm an idiot. And, no, I mean, I, I, I mean, he's the defending race winner, <laughs> man. Only thing is, he hasn't won any mile and a half tracks. He's ran well, but he hasn't won any this this year. Yeah, but I think Hendrick over the last five races has shown to be really strong. I think I think Hendrick in the last five six races have shown shown they're stronger than they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah, by by a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not. I wouldn't disagree with that. So I'm gonna, like I said, I, I agree. Someone's gonna fall out. Someone's gonna get in. Um, now, now the only other person I would maybe say would be Boyer, and the only reason why he's a Kansas native, so there's track. extra motivation for the home track. I feel like Boyer doesn't do well under stress. A Kyle Larson. <laughs> I don't feel like he. I mean, yeah, he did advance at the Roval or into the next round when he had to, but typically I feel like he's not that great sure. under pressure. Sure. Um. So do you think that this is as far as Blaney gets, or do you think this sets a sets a tone for him to make the final four? Oh, man, it's gonna be tough. I, I think that, I think it's gonna be as far as he gets, and the reason why is because it's so tough. That final four is gonna be so hard. You know, there's just so many damn bonus points at this point. Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, like someone like uh, Kyle Busch is gonna be hard to overcome point wise. You would have to knock him out via wins. Yeah, and which yeah. is a possibility, but you have to go in that mindset that 
Truex, Kyle, and probably Kevin, you're going to have to knock him out via wins. Well, and think about this. Uh, Hamlin blew an engine in qualifying. He was literally 15 seconds away from finishing dead last at Talladega. Yeah. And we saw what happened to Logano at Dover and Chase and Blaney. That can happen to anybody. Can no, it absolutely can. And so, I think, like we've been talking about, it will be drama filled. While Kyle has a forty-one point cushion, all it takes is that one, one f up. And he's not been doing phenomenal in the last half. He hasn't. Races. He's winless seven, seventeen races now. I think. Yeah. So, you know, and he was leading that Talladega, but just, I mean, anybody can lead there. So. Yeah, David Reagan was going for the lead when he got spun. Yeah, we actually had somebody have him as a pick this weekend. We'll get into that in here in a second. Uh, speaking of Blaney, one last thing on Blaney and his win. He has a new sponsor on board this weekend, Dickies. <coughs> oh, yeah, the workwear company? Yeah. Cool. Not, not a bad-looking paint scheme. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I actually really like that paint scheme. Yeah. yeah. We posted it on our Facebook page. So go check that out. Um, it's like a dark blue with some yellow-orange lettering. So mm-hmm. It does look good. All right. Any other things from the race? We'll move on to Xfinity and Cup news. Yeah, let's just move on to news. I mean, there's been some big news today. Yeah, so you already alluded to the biggest, the most recent thing is that sure. um, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is taking over for Chris Busher's 37 car. Ricky Spinhouse. Sorry. Uh, so I got to admit, I was a little surprised. I thought maybe Hemrick would be tapped. Yeah, I mean, I think we both talked about that and kind of expected that. I think it'd be kind of a neat dynamic with the two rookie of the year battlers being teammates. Yeah. Uh, Do you how much of that you think came down to JTG Daughtry wanting someone with a little more experience? I think it had a lot to do with it. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured too. I hope Hemrick goes somewhere, but really, what's open at this point? The thirty-eight. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. And I don't think that's a great fit unless you just. Want to fill a seat until something else comes open for 2021. Yeah. I mean, almost you go to RCR Xfinity car Step again. Step back down to yeah. Xfinity. I mean, what? Because, I mean, if Reddick comes up, then well, obviously he is coming up. So. We've seen we've seen others do it. Elliot Saller did it, won a championship. Justin Allgaier has done it. We've seen other people do it mm-hmm. and succeed with that. So maybe that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> the, um, pro- the problem is that once you get a taste of cut, nobody really wants to go back down. Right. Taste that money. Yeah. Uh, what other news you got? So other news, a very interesting thing happened today. I think I've sent you a article on it. Did you see all the birds killing themselves on the NASCAR Hall of Fame building? That's always been a thing there. They've always said they've battled birds flying into that building. Really? Mm-hmm. 300, though, in one day? Not that many, but... They've always it, had like I mean, that as an issue. Did you see the video though? Wasn't I mean, wasn't it like a crazy video? I didn't see the video. You didn't see the video. I mean, literally, just there's a person standing there, and birds just flying around, hitting the wall. I, I typically have to work when I'm at work, so me too. <laughs> but no, that does suck. Uh, and this came up like a few years ago, I feel like, and like the designers basically warned them and said, "Hey, this building is gonna kill a lot of birds." Like they tried the the engineers and the designers, they tried to to warn them and. I wonder why. I mean, wonder was the interesting. I'm not a civil engineer by any means. I don't know. Well, if you, I mean, we went there. You remember the whole front is basically all glass. So, so okay, just a reflection. Yeah, I think like it's that. just a reflection. Okay. okay. 
Uh, some other news is that there was a, I don't know if you call it a rumor or if it's actually been verified that NASCAR is going to hybrid in 2022. Dude, I saw that like everywhere but NASCAR. Like I saw it on CNN, I saw it on Fox, <laughs> but like I didn't see anything official from NASCAR. So my question on that is, okay, we're developing a next-gen car for 2021, right? Why would we put all that effort into a next-gen car for 2021 and then the very next year implement such a big change? Yeah, so I'm not buying it. So I don't know if you know how hybrids work. So there's a system called regenerative braking. So essentially, whenever you're hitting your brake, that I watch bra- F1, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know if F1 uses this. I have no <laughs> idea. This is all come from my, my background in automotive. So when you're hitting the brakes, the, the you're using electricity created from the brakes to charge the batteries. Right. Go to Aldea. No brakes. No brakes. So what are you gonna do? I don't. When I say when they say hybrid, I could see it being a very very loose definition of hybrid. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't even give you an example, but I just don't feel like it's gonna be full on hybrid utilization. I don't see it unless you're at Martinsville, Richmond, New Hampshire. I think it's going to be one of the things where, like, they're like, oh, you know, we're finally getting away from, um, you know. I mean, how many, how many more tracks have they gone to where they, they're full throttle around the track? Well, yeah, but, I mean, going from fuel injection, like, that was a tiny, that was a, I mean, it was a leap, but also it was a baby step, right? I mean, that wasn't a huge change. Mm-hmm. I mean that was that was a prehistoric technology, right? So moving and they had used it forever. So moving to fuel injection was a big step, but it really wasn't. Like I sure, feel like that's going to sure. be the same thing here. Like there's so, going to be a small piece that's th- tweaked. There would have to be. My my worry about it is the cost going into this. So you're talking about you know the next gen car is supposed to save all this money and make teams more competitive, but implementing a new system like complete override to a system and a, like a very this. expensive one at that. Exactly. That seems very cost inefficient to me. Yeah, especially for your smaller teams that BJ McLeod and yeah. I mean, so is what, it just going to be cup? Is just it, to just to please the tree huggers? And would it just be cup? I don't man. I, I we'll we'll see what happens. See if more info's released. Twenty twenty two is right around the corner. It, it is. You think they're already be developing the technology? Yeah. So that's why I say I'm not buying it unless it's just a very small, integral piece of the whole pie i don't know yep um so unofficially from stuart haas racing but apparently officially from everybody adam else. stern and uh <laughs> bob pockers hey it's bob pockers uh mr boyer is signed on to the 14 for another year next year yep yeah so but so, stuart haas has not released anything officially right commenting on that right so, which we see that all the time yeah so, so still leaves us to believe that Mr. Uh, Cole Custer could be stepping into Suarez the, f- is right, the 41 if yeah. that's not finalized. Yeah. But it's, it's all like, sponsored got, contingent is what I hear. Yeah, and we've got uh, five races left, right? Yeah. So Kind of late in the season. Late. It's yeah. getting late. Yeah. So does Suarez step down and take a Joe Gibbs 20 car? In the Xfinity? Yeah, it goes back to that car. I mean, unless he goes to the 38. <laughs> somebody's getting not, yeah. you know, somebody's not. Uh, well, you know, I also heard the Spire car is uh, looking for a new driver for next year, too. So 
But that'd be a super step down. Even though they won a race, that'd be a super step down. So so, so they're doing it by basically driver by committee this year. So they're, they're looking for like a full-time one-person driver next That's season? That's what I saw or what I heard, yeah, right on the okay. interwebs. Okay. I mean, I'm guessing they're probably trying to p- place them to be more competitive in mm-hmm. the industry, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe hoping next year would be a little bit better for them, I guess. Which, hell, I mean, if you could get a Suarez in an in the heiress money, that's better yeah. than what you got now. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would assume that the but, amount a sponsor would pay, pay for Stuart that? Haas yeah. would be a lot less at Spire. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But what's the benefit for Suarez other than being in the car? I don't really see an upside for him out of the deal. He's bringing the sponsorship and racing an underfunded team still technically so i i don't know that's a stretch in my opinion but to be seen to be decided tbd so they've announced that the first premium sponsor premier sponsor for the cup series next year has been announced which is geico boo. not really a shock boo why boo i say boo i'm just tired of their dumbass commercials <laughs> Well, it's not a shock because they actually have been in NASCAR for the last couple of years and pumped a lot of money into the sport for different advertisements, sponsorships, etc. So the ones who don't know, next year, Monster Energy is not the title sponsor. Next year, there is no title sponsor. Mm-hmm. First time since 1971. It's going to be the NASCAR Cup Series. That's the name of the series next year. Hmm. And then they're going to have these different it's... tiered level sponsors and Geico sign on to be the first premium level sponsor. It's going to be weird, man. It is. I mean, I wonder how many people are going to start calling Winston Cup still. Some do. Oh, yeah. No, uh, they're going to revert back to that. Instead of trying to call the Monster Energy Series, it's going to be like, oh, the Winston Cup again. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but uh, just going to bite my tongue before I see how this whole tiered system works. Yeah. Again, changes. We'll just have to see how it goes because there's not enough information out there. Um, some Xfinity news. Ross Chastain confirmed he's going to college racing in the 10 car next next season. Yeah, so That's what's funny is that that news broke a couple of days ago, and then Colleg, I think it was Adam Stern that broke it, and College Racing commented on there, we don't know about this. And then the very next day, they officially announced it. It's like, <laughs> come on. So talking about like playing dumb, like Stuart Haas with, with Clint Boyer. Just stop playing dumb and get it, you know. Get it over with? Yeah. And then one of the uh, one of the technology advances that people use at the racetracks, race view, like people do it on their phone, it's like that to watch in car cameras and stuff, is going away next year. Hmm. So in twenty twenty racing season, that will not be an option. But supposedly they're supposed to be releasing new digital platforms that offer different options. So, but it's not the yellow handheld thing you can rent at the track, or, or is it? I think I I think it's. The same technology, but I think it's the one you get on your phone that you can like buy yourself, oh, and okay. not not the one you rent at the track. Oh, okay. Hmm. So they're gonna come out with something to replace it. Supposedly. Now they didn't say directly it's gonna replace it. They're coming out with new digital platform packages, whatever hmm. that means. Interesting. Yeah. And last bit of news: if you remember back when we had the gloves, last bit of news for me. You might have something different. Uh, back whenever they're doing the auction for gloves, we we're talking about the Chris Bell. Gloves going for an ungodly amount. Yeah. And we kept joking that, hey, if you win them, let us know. Call into the show. <laughs> well, last night, I was having me scrolling through Twitter and I see this girl post a picture of 
Chris Bell's gloves that her grandma bought for her and gave it to her for her birthday. That's a hell of a birthday gift. Yeah, those I, things went for I don't remember. They how were much like one of the more expensive. Uh, they were like the most expensive by like a grand. Wow, it was a, a significantly more expensive than the rest of them. So hmm. anyway, her name is. You follow her on Twitter if you want. Her name is Julia Ballis, B A U L I S. You know, I started following her because I was very intrigued by that. And you know what? If you're listening to the show, your grandma is awesome. Yeah. Jealous. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big Chris Bell fan yet. I'm sure I will be one of these days. Uh, but anytime you have a pair of gloves and stuff, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, piece of news for me would be that uh, Peak Auto, you know, the, um, oh, the iRacing, thing. iRacing right. title sponsor is not renewing. They're vacating that role for... Which is crazy because this year has been an awesome year for Yeah, iRacing. it really put them in the spotlight. Oh, yeah. So I don't know you know why they decided to leave now, but if you want to be the title sponsor of iRacing Series The Wrecking year, Racing Series, Lugs. You got an extra <laughs> 30, 40 grand? I, I'm, I'm curious to know how much it is, but no, I don't have it. Okay. Um, and then the last thing, I sent this to you, and this is not NASCAR related, but you're an NFL fan, so I'm curious on sure. of your take on this. F1 supposedly struck a preliminary deal oh, yeah. to hold a 2021 F1 race at the Miami Dolphins Stadium. Very intriguing. I looked at the like the drawings layout, I had of it. The race yeah, layout. that looks really cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that looks pretty damn cool. Like, I w- I've never been to Miami, but like that could that would lure me down there. South Beach, check, baby. Check it out. South see Beach. the race. Just like have an open set of eyeballs. Check out the scenery, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they haven't confirmed the race date. I think the article just said it's in May. But it's uh, like going to be in 2021, so that's really around the corner as well. But like... It'd be very interesting. So keep an eye on it, an ear on it, and you know were, when you see a date, let me know. Maybe we can hook up something. They were saying like 35,000 hotel rooms or hotel bookings are going to take place to accommodate that. Sheesh. And you know they, the hotels probably don't know this yet. So, like, <laughs> I wonder how much money you can make by just going out and, like, booking, booking. a whole shit ton oh, man. of hotels. And I'm, I'm totally giving away my idea here. And then airbnb them or something? I don't know if you can do that or not. But <laughs> Subleasing the hotel rooms? Yeah, but, I mean, at least you could say, like, hey, I booked this back in 2019 yeah. for $100 a night, and everybody around you is paying $1,000 a night. Because you know they're going to inflate the shit out oh, of that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But the oh question is, what we, you know, get one that doesn't have a cancellation policy and just book like every weekend <laughs> in May. You know, it's not going to be uh, Memorial Day weekend because they're not going to take it away from Monaco. I wouldn't think along, so. You know, because that's, that's a triple so. header with, yeah. with NASCAR and yeah. the Indy 500. Yeah, so exactly. It's got to be one of the other three days in May. There's only three days in May? Or three weekends in May. Yeah. So, fans, if you go out and, uh, Book those weekends. Give a give Lug a cut of the money. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> take credit. It's my idea. Yeah. Um, That's all the news I have. Let's get through some standings. Yeah, well, I'm not standings. looking forward to this. You've ruined my day. <laughs> you ruined your own day, so. <laughs> no, Bowman ruined my freaking day. Well, you didn't have to pick him, so. Shut your face. All right. At Dega... We had Blaney, the winner. Uh, Gasman here had Bowman and uh, Keselowski as your picks this weekend, scoring 35 points. Ouch. 
That might be your lowest of the season. I think last no, week was. <laughs> no, you had 28 earlier in the season. Okay. Um, I had Logano and Blaney because I said they had nothing to lose. They were on the outside looking in. And now they're both on the inside. So inside I scored, looking out? Yeah, I had scored 90 points. Um, highest of all. Boo. Just want to put that out there. Boo. Um, next we have Jeff Stainhook. He had Logano and Boyer. So pretty good showing there. 68 points. Earned. Oh, no. So uh, he beat me by 30 points. I mean, he's like 25 points ahead Joseph of Joseph Adams. Uh, had Elliott and Bowman earning 38 points. John Elliott had Daniel Hemrick and Bubba Wallace scoring 29 points. And Daniel Cameron had a good weekend with Logano and Elliott scoring 73 points. Eddie Greer had Chase and David Reagan scoring 37 points. And Jessica Miller had her typical two, Harvick and Kyle <laughs> Busch scoring 39 points. So she got bit this week too. Um, How many did Joseph Adams score? Joseph, 38. And she had 39? See, he still lost a point on her. Come <laughs> on, man. You're my hope here. You had 35, man. Yeah, I know. I've I, I already counted myself out of this thing. Oh, did you? Okay. At this point. I'll stop at, giving as you of points. now. I'll yeah. stop giving you points then. Just so you can catch me? Hey, it's happening. <laughs> anyway, go down the standings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, first place, Jessica Mueller. 2,168 points. Uh, Joseph Adams in second, 2,116 points, so 52 points back. Uh, Jeff Stainhook moves into third Boo. with 2,102 points. Oh, he's coming for Joseph Adams. Yeah, 41 points back. Uh, I'm sorry, 27 points back. 27 or is it like 14 I mean, so Joseph Adams got twenty one sixteen. Uh, hold on here, my my calculator is totally jacked up here. Okay, not okay. not of the points totals, but like it's supposed to, it's supposed to count the distance. Oh, back, gotcha, and gotcha, it's not okay. working. So I'm gonna abandon that. But uh, yeah, okay. so it'd be okay. Uh, yeah, fourteen points back. Yeah, okay. Uh, Gasman, you are now in fourth. 2,075 points back, or total. Uh, Daniel Cameron, 2,070 points. So he's five Ooh, points back from man. me. You're about to slide to fifth. Holy cow. Uh, you're about to join me back here in sixth. 2,018 points. John Elliott in seventh, 1899. And Eddie Greer in eighth with 1886. So there, right. there you have it. Uh, you already gave me your picks for this weekend. You're going with uh, old Elliot and Bowman, right? Yes. So Nothing to lose, right? Isn't that what you said? Except, Nothing to lose? Except more points. <laughs> and I'm going to go... I seriously was going to go with those two, but I'm never going to make up any points if um, I go with the same as you. So I'm going to go with the two guys that have absolutely nothing to lose. Boyer and... No, Byron? I'm going Blaney and Larson. Blaney. Oh, okay. I, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So Blaney and Larson are my two picks, and hopefully they have some speed so I can make up some damn points. All right. That's awesome. all I got. Fantastic fans. Don't forget to reach out to us, wreckingracing at gmail.com. Talk to us. Say, hey, what's up? Tell us your monster stories, your shit in your pants stories, whatever <laughs> stories you got. That'd be awesome for the show. Love you guys. <laughs> 
and the checkered flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.